With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. Hello world, I'm Abby Roberts and this is the Abby Roberts Show here on today's News Talk TNT. It's quite literally dynamite. It's Friday in the, uh, Friday morning I was going to say, in the UK and also Friday uh, across uh, the way in with our Australian brothers and sisters. You are in the evening, of course, the evening time. Yes, I am here and still alive. And it's bright, actually blue skies outside for a change. No rain so far in London Town, where I am doing this live show from. Uh, now, you guys, the listeners and the viewers, you are the most important people. Um, I have to say that because otherwise I sound like a narcissist. But genuinely, you are the most important people to this show show because your views, what you've got to say, um, feed back into uh, into the show. And I want to hear your opinion. So we've got the live chat. You can go into the live chat on uh, the website tntradio.live or you can actually get an app on your actual phone, right? If you've got an iPhone, if you haven't got an iPhone, I don't know whether you, what you're living in 1985, according to my hair, that's exactly where I am living at the moment. So get the uh, tntradio.live app on, and you can actually watch it. You can watch the show, you can watch me and go, oh yeah, Robbie Roberts, yeah, she's quite good, isn't she? Yeah, five stars. Thank you very much. Uh, you can also email me, abbyroberts at tntradio.live. And you know what? You can go old school. You can go out into the hallway, you know, hallway table. There's a phone, you know, all those rotary phones. E-E-E-E-T's finger. And you can call me, baby. And here are the numbers to call. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call one 888 201-6425. From the UK, call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Free speech is indeed alive and well, and I'm very excited because coming up, not quite yet, uh, but after I've uh, after I've done my little bits and pieces, we've got my very special guest, Bob Moran, uh, my good mate, the Bobster, the Bob Meister, or just Bob, just plain Bob, uh, the wonderful cartoonist. But first, um, I want to talk about um, a, a, a criminal. <laughs> who is lurking uh, in the establishment, uh, lurking uh, in the UK. Uh, she's not She's not alone. Uh, there's many of them uh, who work for the NHS. Um, and uh, let's just let's just talk about about her work that's on the on ITV at the moment. It's called Breathtaking, uh, which is based on her biography. This is Dr. Rachel Clark, or as I like to call her, Dr. Nurse Rachel Clark. Nurse, doctor, doctor, nurse, whatever. Let's have a little look at her biography, shall we? Studied philosophy, politics and economics at, wait for it, the University of Oxford. PPE, that's what she studied. How ironic is that? PPE, get it? It's a COVID joke. Keep up for heaven's sake. She worked as a broadcast journalist prior to her career in medicine. Oh my God, her career in medicine? It's funny, I thought medicine was a vocation, not a career. Uh, so this is from her wiki page. Oh, good grief, it's all unbelievable. So Clark has criticised the clap for Tom. Remember that? Captain Sir Tom. As a shallow gesture saying, I cannot clap when 100,000 100, like Captain Tom have died. 
Um, so um, her book, Breathtaking, Inside the NHS in a Time of Pandemic, was published by Little Brown in January 2021. So this is uh, what's on ITV at the moment. I haven't watched it. Uh, I haven't even seen this clip. I had to look through it through sort of my fingers. But let's play this clip of pure propaganda. Thank you, Murray. Yes, thank you. I've got to go. I'll call you in the morning. Okay. What's going on? Guys, why aren't you doing CPR? We've been told not to. Where's your PPE? The arrested en route 20 minutes ago. We're just in aprons. We can't do CPR. It's droplet generating. We just have to let him go. You're going to have to call it in the back of the truck. We need to get back out on the road. Look, I'm really sorry to do this to you, but we need to get back on the road. Eight thirty two PM. I'm sorry, guys. I am so sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Sorry, guys. I am so sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry that I couldn't. Allow let you do CPR on a, on a dying man because you only had aprons on, <laughs> and you might have caught a cold. F frig, fecking, <laughs> promised I wouldn't swear. What have we just watched? Unbelievable. So for a start, did you notice her name's Abby, the character, <laughs> which is properly triggering. So every time I hear this, oh Abby, because I've seen other little clips where it's like, oh Abby, are we in danger? Are we safe? And honestly, well, the dialogue for a start is utter shit. I mean, literally, it's like, oh, um, we've got to get the truck back on the road. The truck? Do you mean the ambulance? Do you mean the thing that saves people's lives that goes out there? And like, you know, when someone's dying, I don't know, call me old fashioned, right? But when someone's having a heart attack, don't you just go CPR and do it to staying alive, staying alive. Uh, 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 uh. And they couldn't even be bothered to do that because they only had aprons and they thought, oh, no, oh, no, hang on a minute. We might catch this thing that's got a 98.8% survival rate. <laughs> and actually, do you know something? The Tesco workers, all the shop um, other workers, right? So forget the NHS, all those, the medics. All the delivery guys, they kept working through it. And do you know what? There weren't bodies littering the streets. There weren't uh, Tesco delivery guys going, and other supermarkets are available, delivering the baskets going, oh, hang on a minute, oh, keel over, and literally just littered with uh, with delivery drivers. No, they kept going. Because guess what? It There was no pandemic. 
It was a scandemic. There was just a, a, a thing and everyone should have just cracked on with it. And, uh, and, and instead, the NHS decided uh, in its wisdom to become utter bastards, to become monsters, terrified people, old people, young people, didn't matter what age, you know, with those face shields. I mean, oh, oh, it actually triggers me when I see that. I actually kind of, I get sort of <laughs> getting palpitations, the face shield. And then there's another, there's, there's another mask underneath and another thing. It's like bloody hell. Meanwhile, in Africa, you know, where they have proper you know, serious diseases like Ebola, uh, they were like, oh, OK, let's just uh, wash our hands for a bit and then just crack on with life, because that's what you've got to do. Anyone would think there's a flesh-eating uh, zombie disease going around looking at that clip. So on it, that's called breathtaking. And honestly, it's breathtakingly awful. Breathtakingly awful. That's what I'd say. I'd give it, um, if I could give it, the what's the lowest amount of stars? Minus, minus a million might as a billion stars for that utter, uh, utter rubbish. So that was, um, and that's based on, by the way, the uh, book, I use the term loosely, um, something that you might, you know, if you run out of toilet paper, you might use it. Breathtaking inside the NHS at a terrible pandemic. Um, based on her, this is the experiences of Dr. Rachel, uh, Dr. Nurse Rachel Carr. Um, caring for patients, caring for patients with COVID-19, as well as interviews with colleagues patients and their families. It reveals what life was like inside the NHS during the first wave. Oh, if I hear that word again, Jesus, in the UK. Uh, she has written other books. I think her other book was called um, Your Life in My Hands. Now, would you want your life in the hands of someone like that, who was essentially uh, a narcissist and um, was almost glorified these people glorified the whole thing it was almost like oh yeah um what can we what can we what can what what next what can we really terrify people with um oh yeah masks uh, uh swabs up the nose uh what else oh yeah distancing um oh yeah leave people to die on their own yeah that'll probably do it that'll probably terrify uh the population anyway uh after that rant oh it'd be very nice to uh, just calm things slightly down uh with my net with my only guest today uh, because it's the Bob Moran special, the Bob special, the Bob Meister special. So he'll be coming up in just a sec. Russia, gas prices, COVID mandates. It just doesn't seem like anybody's doing anything about it. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. We're back. Oh, <laughs> I was just having a slurp speaking to Bob. You know, it's interesting, Bob. Uh, welcome to the show. Do you know what I was thinking uh, as I got up at what, 5.30? I thought, hang on a minute, this seems really familiar. Oh, yeah, this is the kind of time when uh, we're staying with Bob and his lovely wife and, and children. We might have been actually going, night then. <laughs> see, see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, those are the good times, aren't they, Abs? How, how are you yeah. doing? I haven't right, seen you mate. for ages. It's it's nice to it's nice to um, touch base here on your own radio show, isn't this weird? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Thanks so much for uh, for for making the time, my darling. But I know we, but you know, you've been really busy, haven't you, with the show, and uh, and you've got your three wonderful kids. And we've got to do a shout out to Poppy, Dylan, and Bertaboo, Bertaboo, who's yeah. probably uh, gone to uh, sort of this high now, isn't she? Since I last saw her, she's got enormous. Yes. Um, she's still asleep though. She's uh, she's not a morning person, oh. you know, as you didn't <laughs> used to be. 
<laughs> exactly. So I didn't used to be. I know you're probably thinking, Abs, are you sure that is it? Is this not a clone of Abby Roberts? The real yeah. Abby Roberts is like he's still tucked up in bed. Um, so Bob, it's so honestly lovely to see you. Uh, lovely to see you, mate. Because I, I last saw you at your was it at the show? I know it wasn't. It was yeah, at the was. Ike. Was it at the yeah at the show or not the Ike thing? Not David Ike. Uh, uh, when was da- when was David Ike thing? I've lost uh, track oh, of that. Uh, so funny, Bob. <laughs> Bloody yeah. Hell. Yeah, it so was. It was Manchester, the... wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Manchester, uh, which was very nice. Uh, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a good a good times we had. And I can see. Let's let's give people a bit of a a, a picture. So, I mean, I'm just going to do. A, I'm not going to make you do the whole potted history. So basically, this is Bob as as a baby. Oh, what's that? It's a pencil. Oh, <laughs> I'm drawing stuff. Fast forward a few years. Oh, there's another. Oh, there's a, there's some watercolors. Let's draw. Let's draw. Let's draw. Yeah, and I, then I caricatured, fast forward. Caricatured the midwife as I came out. Um, exactly, a midwife. Um, <laughs> oh, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, and then suddenly, let's fast forward a lot of time uh, into um, the Telegraph, where you had a, a very successful career, and then the COVID, as I like to call it, the COVID hit, mm. and uh, you um, were very outspoken, as you rightly should be, uh, free speech and all that, and the Telegraph shat on you from a great height. Would that be? Would that be the correct? Yeah, chronology. That's the- that's the kind way of putting it, probably. Um, yeah. And uh, De Rachel Clark, of course, happened. Um, <laughs> yes, let's get into her, please. Well, well no, please, let's not. Um, <laughs> Freud and slip. <laughs> I yeah. So um, I I don't talk about her a lot. I don't I don't like giving her too much oxygen. Uh, pun Which intended. is exactly yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, it writes itself, Bob. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but obviously everyone's talking about her at the moment because of the the television show and the book and stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I I had a little interaction with her on Twitter um, at the end of 2021, where because she was complaining about someone being mean to her for wearing a mask on the tube or yeah. something, and I basically said, you know, uh, you deserve for people to say nasty things to you because of what you've yes. done <laughs> to everyone. And a big Twitter storm erupted, and um, uh, I ended up being suspended. Um, she set her lawyers on me. Actually, she was trying to sue me for a while as well, uh, and and I ended up yeah, losing it, my was, job. Was and it was wasn't it for uh, I've got here for for uh, for libel and inciting of abuse. Sorry, yes. when when was that? When, when was that illegal? When was that sort of crossing a legal line? Yeah, well, I t- I think all we've seen from. Um, government and scientists and doctors is incitement to abuse isn't it and cause harm i mean every single policy she advocated caused untold harm uh, much more yeah. harm than somebody saying some nasty words might cause uh, but anyway that's uh, that happened and i lost my job and um things were a bit frightening for a while you know i, I thought it could be the end of my career and reputation and everything and certainly i've no doubt that's what rachel clark intended uh but i'm still here you know i'm doing okay and um yeah. i bounce back as alan partridge would say you know <laughs> back back of the net back of the net bob um but no you have literally bounced back and it's just it's a testimony to you to your courage and your t- immense talent that someone like dr nurse nurse doctor uh rachel 
Clark, um, you know, gave it her gave it her best, gave it her best shot. And essentially people like that. Well, I mean, look at what's happened. I think the back, I think the pushback against breathtaking the uh, the, the drama um, is I think it will I think it will have surprised some people behind the drama. Yeah, I I think it's very interesting um, the reaction uh, on both sides. And I, I obviously I put a tweet out a couple of days ago um, about it, just just trying to highlight, you know, some of the things that these health workers did to people um, to put it in context. And, you know, the, the, the side you're not seeing from a drama like this and um, it, it got a massive response from people. And what's great, obviously, it's not great, and none of this is great. But what's interesting is if you look at the the thread, there's just so many people sharing their stories, heartbreaking stories of mm. what was done um, during this time by healthcare workers. And you know, it's it's fascinating to think about why we're being presented with this now. Why why we even have a dramatized version. Of, of a deadly pandemic that apparently we just went through yesterday. You know, it's it's not like mm. a, a documentary about something that happened in the late 1800s. Oh, people, let's show people what this was like. We're all meant to have lived through this horrific thing. Um, mm. But of course, of course, nobody did. You know, this is the point. Nobody saw the pandemic. We were told it was coming. We were told it was happening. And then it was just, right, you, you uh, a lot of middle-class people stay indoors watching telly. Um, mm. while everyone else delivers you food and loses their jobs and, and has a hard time. And we're just really, we're just going to pretend that it's happening. And to help you pretend, there'll be broadcasts every evening showing you graphs and telling you how bad it is in hospitals. So the only place this is happening, you won't, you won't see it if you go out of your door, you won't see it in the mm. supermarket, no one's collapsing in the street. It's happening in hospitals. You've got to take our word for it. Um, and people bought this. Obviously, now I think enough time has passed, and because of the very, very real um, damage happening from these injections and the number of people dying every day and getting ill, more and more people out there are starting to to kind of go have that moment where they go, "Hang on a minute, was Hang that?" On a minute. That that didn't add up. That stuff. So it's like yeah. quick hit, hit them with an ITV drama saying, yes, no, it definitely was real. Here's what it was like. Um, it happened in the hospitals where obviously you weren't allowed to go. And, um, you know, none of you were allowed to see what was going on in the hospitals. Obviously, if you spoke to anyone who did get into a hospital during that time, they they would say, yeah, it was empty. It was, there was no one in there, you know. Um, and on that, on, on that note, Bob, I'm going to stop you quickly. We're going to go for a quick break and we'll be back uh, very shortly to carry on uh, this conversation. So I'll be back with uh, my wonderful guest, Bob. Uh, do not go anywhere or I'll tell Klaus Schwab where you live. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT's Steve Malsberg. I've said that she is a selfish witch and that she's abusing her elderly husband so she could remain first lady. I've been saying that for a long time that she ought to be ashamed of herself, but she's not. She played second fiddle to Michelle Obama for eight friggin' years. Yep. Michelle Obama hated the place, could yep. not wait to leave the White House mm -hmm. so she could go make millions writing books and selling non-existent shows on Netflix, Yes, which is fine. And that's what racket. you do post-presidency. Yeah. Jill Biden could not wait to live in the White House and now she does not want to leave. Yeah. 
I could not agree with her more. I've been saying this over and over and over again. Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk TNT. The Irish government is proposing a law known as the Hate Speech Bill that threatens free speech. This law could have dire consequences for our democracy. Next week, next month, next month, and then on to the next week. This law will have uncertain effects on artistic and musical expression. Please support us. It could stifle the activity of public campaigning on political and civil issues and also curtail speech relating to topics about religion, ethnicity, sex and gender. You could even be jailed for possessing documents, cartoons or memes on your devices, even if you never read them or intended on sharing them. Mere possession could make you a criminal under this law. Help stop this law. Visit www.freespeechireland.ie forward slash take action to bin the hate speech bill. You're listening to Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. And I am back with my very special guest. Uh, this is the Bob Show. <laughs> the Happy Bobbits. The Bobbit Show. I don't even know what I'm saying now. It's too bloody, it's too bloody early in the morning. Um, Bob is here and we are talking about the crazy drama that happens to have popped up uh, four years, four years uh, when everyone's going, hang on a minute, uh, there's something not adding up here, as exactly what you were saying. Carry on with your thoughts. Why now? And do you think there's going to be enough people going, sorry, we've, we've, we've worked out what you've done? Um, I think there are certain people out there who are so um, lost and they've, they've abandoned their their critical thinking to such an extent that they're, they're just going to be drawn into anything that's put on the television screen. And, uh, you know, a part of what this drama is designed to do as well is that, that underlying guilt that I think most people must have somewhere deep down that's saying you didn't behave very well there. That was a bit wrong. The way you treated your neighbor, you know, when you called the police on your neighbor or whatever it is, these people have done that you should feel bad about that. These these kind of TV dramas basically say, no, it was all justified. Look how bad it was. You were right to behave like that. Don't worry about it. You know, um, bury your conscience. It's fine. And um, yep. it's it, and to maintain this this ludicrous worship of the health service and the idea that all these people are heroes and angels. Um, the other point, of course, is that clearly the plan is to to have all of this happen again, possibly quite soon. And they want to make sure that that they're just, you know, part of what this drama is doing is just turning up the dial on people's compliance and, and their kind of um, willingness to obey and and um, perform the, the pantomime again that, oh, we're in an emergency, therefore these things need to happen. Um, that's one of the really interesting things. Obviously, when you know when when you put out a statement like I did on Twitter, highlighting some disgusting things that happened, and and eventually you get some people uh, trying to defend the the nurses and the doctors, you know, saying things like, "Well, 
they were brainwashed or, or you know this is people maybe more on our side saying they were brainwashed by the propaganda they didn't know you know they they genuinely thought we were in the in an emergency mm. and you think yeah okay i appreciate that you know i can understand somebody thinking we're in an emergency lots of people are going to die something has to be done that's not really the point i'm trying to make um that the whole that the really significant thing here is that none of it is justified by any situation real or imaginary there are no circumstances where these things are okay and the other th thing is abs it's not just that these people thought it was right to do these things what really bothers me is they thought they had the right to do them you know it's Good that point. they didn't only did they turn around and say i'm not doing that because it's wrong they they didn't turn around and say i do not have the authority to do that to other human beings that's mm. not what my role is i cannot intervene in the most intimate sacred moments of people's lives and basically crap all over them and destroy them i i can't do that and that doesn't just go for nurses and doctors it actually applies to all the political leaders who did this stuff um you know boris johnson or whoever it might have been uh when confronted with this situation and, and receiving all this pressure from scientists and media you've got to lock people up you've got to lock down you've got to cancel christmas you've got to you know close schools all he needed to stand up and say was as a leader of a democratic country i have no right no authority is granted to me to do these things and if i do them we're not a democracy anymore you don't want to live in that country i don't want to live in that country we can't go back from that you can't just turn it all back on again that's the point everyone seems to be missing with all this stuff that no one had the right to do it you know yes. and I, I think that's what i want people to understand yes indeed and uh, and i think there are more uh, people waking up well certainly people that i speak to i mean mainly they have to say they are cab drivers or people that i just meet randomly and there's a lot of people um, I think as well, we're sort of like, uh, we're afraid because they they thought they they may have been alone. But of course, the great thing about the last four years, and that's uh, why we became friends. And uh, a shout out, by the way, to the batshit crazy group. It was just Dick, James, Jenka, Dave, Bella. Uh, bloody hell, it's like a children's, uh, children's TV show. Who else is there? Jules, Mr. Jules. Yeah. Uh, Francis. Helen, yeah. Helen Dell. Um, yeah, we've all kind of some something great has come out of it. So the bastards, even whatever they were trying to do, have not been able to to press to, to you know the the flowers have sort of grown out of the the concrete that they've tried to they've tried to put put across. Um, I've just seen Bob. By the way, we're coming up to half past the news headlines. I'm going to go quickly to the news headlines and then then we'll have more time in the next section uh, to uh, to carry on this uh, carry on this very important chat. Okay, so I'll be back with my guest Bob. Uh, don't go anywhere. Here come the news headlines. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT Radio News. I've got news for you, baby. I've got news for you, baby. News. Matt Boyland here with a look at your TNT headlines. Incredible visions emerged out of Spain where a fire has engulfed two high-rise buildings, killing multiple people. Nigeria's defence chief has slammed the West for allowing its weapons to end up in the hands of terrorists. Iran has blamed Israel for last week's explosions that ruptured two of the country's key gas pipelines. 
And a police officer in Australia has been charged with murdering his ex-boyfriend and his new partner before disposing of their bodies. Globalist agendas, democratic rights at risk, corruption, propaganda. It never stops. For the news and views silenced by the mainstream media, by government and corporations, vote one. TNT Radio. Free speech always has a home here. Stay up to date with the latest live news and current affairs delivered by our lineup of expert commentators and hosts. Listen to TNT Radio anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's news talk. This is TNT Radio. Well, hello. I never get a warning about what I'm about to come back on. I'm like, literally, I'll be pulling my knickers out of my crack. Oh, anyway, we're back um, with Bob talking about very, very, uh, very, very... I love, I love seeing Murray creasing up in Australia down the down the line. Uh, back with my wonderful guest, Bob Moran. Now, Bob, um, your Twitter... I've got to uh, shout this out because it's incredible, your tweets, at Bob's Cartoons, everybody. Get on that. And um, you do... Not only do you document stuff with your wonderful art, you use your words brilliantly as well and they don't always go together you know i don't I can't remember picasso doing a, a, any particularly good <laughs> particularly good tweets not that twitter was around then you, you, you know what i'm trying to say but this um this tweet during the pandemic it's it's about a day ago that's the one you're talking about isn't it during the pandemic yeah. in, in inverted commas children as young as five who were dying in hospital with cancer were not allowed to receive visits from both their parents at the same time and that's just the start of your tweet so let's talk about that let's talk about why um you know the, the, ooh, I mean, this, this disgusting thing of, of um, we're not even going to, you know, your children are dying. So, uh, but, but there's the COVID. Emperor COVID is on the, is on the rampage. Yeah. And obviously, um, you know, you know, you know about so many of these stories, Abs, because you collected yeah. them together and you know, put them in, in your book, We the People. Um, yeah. And I've obviously spoken to so many people over the last few years, real people who've experienced real things. Um, not mm. just watch telly or seen them in a drama and thought, assumed oh, that must have happened. You know, um, really terrible, terrible things happen to people, and um, inexcusable, <clears throat> completely inexcusable. And the inhumanity that was displayed by some of these people, uh, I just, I don't understand how you could do that. I don't understand how you could be faced with desperate, grieving parents on the one hand and a terrified little dying child on the other and not and not just open the door and let them in you know that's that's the thing people say well they they had no power they had no control you know these people they had no say and and you think well did they have functioning arms all they had to do was open a door that's it mm -hmm. that's that is their there was a locked door and yes they did have power because they could just press the button and let these people in and they didn't do it no. um and i can't understand that you know and it's interesting isn't it that you hear in things like the covid inquiry that we're all told that these healthcare workers are, are incredibly depressed and suffering from ptsd and you think yeah i bet they are i bet they are <laughs> yeah because if the, the so if i something like that i'd be really struggling too and i'm sure yes. what you've done gone around and said you know are you disturbed and troubled by what happened during those years yeah they all say yes you don't go on to say is is that because of everyone dying from covid i'm sure the answer honest answer would be no it's because of what i did 
to children yes. and parents <laughs> and couples, the way I kept them apart, the way I forced people to die alone, you know, the way I had people on their knees begging me and just said no through my mask. Um, yeah. This, this, the horror of, of what was done, it, it can't, it can't be forgotten and it can't be repeated, you know? Yes. And uh, yeah. we are witnessing the, the rewriting of history in real time with things like this ITV drama, you know? Um, yeah. It's extraordinary to live through something, to know exactly what has happened and then, and then see the kind of history books being scribbled with absolute nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder that's happened before. Yes, exactly. I was going to say, mm, I wonder whether, yes, in, in history, um, <laughs> the, the things have been uh, altered uh, uh, for, you know, for the, well, whoever, whichever side uh, you, you know, you're on. Um, but, you know, you're absolutely right, Bob. And I just, um, I mean, it's all, but I mean, and of course, we have, so, we suffer from, uh, because of all the stuff that we we've been through and we've learnt that happened to people there's no way you could have gone through four years without it also affecting um you personally so i mean how how have you sort of coped with well just i mean like like seeing war crimes you know like literally being in vietnam and thinking hang on a minute this seems or iraq oh that's topical sorry uh, thinking about assange you know seeing things and thinking what 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 i was part of this or you know um how, how do yeah. you how do you cope with that sort of stuff yeah, well, it takes, I, I mean, for me, it took quite a long time, really, to to adjust it. it. You go through different phases, I think. I mean, first, it's kind of shock and bewilderment. Right? Mm. I can't I can't understand why any of this is happening. You know, there's a complete, like the ground shifts underneath you because your reality or your sense of reality falls away. And, and for a long time, you're trying to rationalise it or trying to make excuses and you're going well maybe maybe they're doing it for this reason or, or maybe it's you know maybe i've missed something this is what people don't understand i talk about this in my show as well there's a long period where i was convinced i must have got something wrong like I, i've missed something here there's there's some um really important technical scientific element that i don't understand that makes all of this okay and then you realize no there's 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 absolutely nothing <laughs> there's, there's nothing yeah. at all any of this okay they do not have an argument none of the people on the other side ever had an argument um and so then you're kind of you you're in it like you say you're in it you're living through it and you kind of get to a point where you realize this is going to happen we can't stop this you know this is this is underway um i think that's the thing i struggle with most now especially as you know we're, we're people who did fight very hard and we tried. I mean, mm. we, we had to, there was a point where we knew the injections were coming and we thought, right, we've got to stop this, you know, and there is an, a tiny window of opportunity to stop people having this maybe of a few mm. months before they roll it out to everyone of all ages all around the world. And we, we didn't do that. That has happened now. We are in a world where that crime has been committed and we're, all, we're living in the aftermath. Uh, and, and it's very difficult, um, but at the same time, uh, it's, I, I think <clears throat> it's very refreshing in a sense to, to know the world you're living in and, and to know the way it works <clears throat> and to, to, to understand reality. 
I th- and I think the other thing I found, and I'm sure this is the same for you, is like a sense of purpose, a real sense of uh, horrible as all of this is. I now understand why I'm here with with the the weird gifts I've been given, and I know how I'm supposed to use them. Yeah. Um, and that is really enriching. Um, it, it's a mm. nice it's a nice thing to have, you know. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to uh, another break, but we're back uh, for um, the final uh, 10 minutes uh, until uh, we, we probably we've got a phone call from President Trump. Um, <laughs> anyway, later on, honestly, this show's crazy. So we're going to go to a quick break. Um, we're back with Bob. Don't go anywhere or I'll make you watch Breathtaking several times over. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malsberg. Last November, you may remember that uh, U.S. women's soccer star Megan Rapinoe was playing in her last game ever. And just a few minutes into the game, she went down with a non-contact injury. After the game, she claimed that her injury was proof that there is no God. I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there was a God, like, this is proof that there isn't. This is f***ed up. Um, So, yeah, it just... It's just f***ed up because... Appearing last week on a podcast called Pablo Torre Finds Out, she mocked Christians who didn't get the joke that she was telling. Somebody needs to check on the Christians. They're not okay. They also (laughs) missed the whole joke, but okay. That's the thing is that... I'm like, you guys missed it? Don't act like, A, you're surprised by me like making this joke about right. what happened or, you know, finding a dig. I'm like, yeah, I want to find a funny like dig. I don't know. Yes. Is it, who's it at? God, myself, wait, religion, wait, the world? I don't know. The I'm like, dig was funny. at yourself too because <laughs> yeah. it was. I don't think people appreciated this because everyone was deeply triggered. Um <laughs> religiously and otherwise. I say goodbye and good riddance to the woman who for years mocked our national anthem and now has mocked God. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time right here on TNT. Around here, bushfire is just a part of life. We've been through it before and we'll get through it again. The people here all look out for each other. We're a community that does its bit to plan and prepare to keep everyone safe. We live with bushfire, so we live bushfire ready. You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk, TNT. Uh, And welcome back. I'm still here with my one and only guest because it's the Bobster special. Uh, This is the Abby Roberts show. I'm delighted to be back uh, again with Bob. Sorry, there's lots of breaks. I mean, if it was me, up to me, obviously, we would just literally crack on for another hour. Um, But uh, Bob, I want to ask you, I've spotted um, a little something there on your desk. I thought it was Jar Jar Binks. But then I clearly need, I clearly need new glasses. So tell me, what is that little uh, thing there? I did get a bit worried when you said, what's that in the background, Bob? Because it could well (laughs) be some of my pants drying or something. Um, (laughs) In fact, there are some, but I don't think you can see them. (laughs) Bless you, mate. Let me show you this. Yeah. So this this is our friend Keith, the wonderful Keith. an amazing videographer and uh and i've worked with him a lot and he's he's been working with me on my show and um his very very talented mother is amazing at crochet and knitting 
And um, so for Christmas, she <laughs> she made this a little bob, <laughs> a little bob doll, a little bob doll. Oh my god, it's so cute! Look at it. Yeah. It's, inc- it's I can't believe I thought that was Jar Jar Binks. I really do need my bloody eyes tested. <laughs> it's and, wonderful. And the little glasses to go on him. Um, oh my god, Bob! That is absolutely sensational. I've got a jacket like this and um, she did, you know, she, she based it on a photo, I think of me. Uh, so that's really cool. And, um, Oh my God, that's so cute. We were then, we were, we were talking about, cause I'm doing my, my show again. And we were talking about um, the possibility of having some of these uh, for people to buy as, as merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, um, Oh my God. Yes, please. They're not there. There's, Something similar is happening. I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but um, right, yeah, Gail is making some something slightly different um, that I think yes. is, is fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, for the show. Yeah. And let, let's let's talk about your show because good grief, uh, it's uh, I've, I saw um, the one at Bloomsbury in London, Art Apocalypse, absolutely fantastic. I mean, laughed, cried, shouted. Well, actually, I tried to I had to stop myself shouting C U N T because of the guy right. the guy next to me it was was already mumbling that I was going. <laughs> so I thought I'm not going to do that. Um, so right, tell us, yeah. I could hear you at various points, Abs, though, because, you, you know, very <laughs> instinctive. Yeah, I recognise your laugh. And your, you know, <laughs> I, a few moments ago, I could kind of hear you going, hmm, like, you know, I could feel a, a seaweed brewing. <laughs> yes, exactly, a seaweed brewing, but I just, I, I held it back because I thought, no, 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 nobody nobody wants that, uh, that distraction. But tell us, um, so tell us about Artpocalypse, uh, the create and, and the creation of it and where and what's coming up next. Plug the date, plug the date, plug the website and everything. Okay, yeah, so uh, Artpocalypse is my live show, which is uh, it's a proper show. It's a one-man show, um, and I kind of have the stage set up like my studio, and I'm drawing uh, live on stage and talking about the last four years, basically. Um, and it's a bit of backstory about how I became a cartoonist and why I do cartoons and my time at the paper. And then mm. um, going through all of the the pandemic uh, narrative and and everything, and um, obviously showing my cartoon. So there's a big screen behind me, and I'm I'm kind of using my images to illustrate the story. I have a live band on stage with me that happened very last minute. It still still feels surreal. A, an amazing musician called uh, Paul Handley came on board yes. about a month before the show happened, and he wrote uh, music for the show and um so there's a three-piece band uh and and there's kind of various things uh you know explosions and lights and stuff it's mm-hmm. great and, and it, i spent ages and ages working on it and um like you say we had two amazing nights in bloomsbury people really loved mm-hmm. it and what was brilliant was, you know i kind of we tried to write a show that would be entertaining for anyone so people on our side would enjoy it and but they could bring people along who maybe were on the other side who would also just think that was a good show. And, and that's what happened. There there were lots of people who um, were not on side. And after the show said, you know, either they changed their mind or they, they could now see the the different perspective uh, and it really affected them, which was, which was great, you know? 
And so we'd already booked to do it again in January in Newcastle. We were going to take it up north. And and then the the uh, arseholes there cancelled the show, um, even though there was a contract and the tickets were, were all on sale. So that really... Um, that really scuppered things because obviously once once a big theatre like that cancels you and makes a public statement saying you know uh bob moran does not align with our views um by the way they still haven't told me why but what the views are that that they cancelled my show for um don't know yeah of course of course not yeah but that means that you know all the other big theatres then shut their doors and you know it's it's very very <sighs> difficult it's been a real nightmare trying to put this on again um but we are doing it again next month on the 15th of March um, in Camden at Dingwalls in Camden. And um, tickets are on sale. They're actually selling really well. I don't think there are, there are that many left. There's maybe only uh, 40, 50 tickets left. Um, but yep. if you go to, um, if you search for uh, Artpocalypse Dingwalls uh, or go to Dingwalls website, um, you can get the tickets there and um it's going to be a bit different to the one you came to but i hope you come to this one abs because yes um, i certainly will be more of a party you know it's going to be a bit more grungy and um anarchic and we we're going to be there till two in the morning so we'll do the show and then there'll be music and a dj and uh just have a really good time i'll be there i'll be you know talking to people and signing programs and and all that kind of stuff so uh, yeah hopefully it's going to be really good fun and there'll be a few things that are different in the show as well a few surprises so yeah yeah, i'd encourage you to come again and if you missed it last time uh do come along and it's a good it's a good kind of alternative to the itv drama in terms of (laughs) yeah i I should say yeah (laughs) definitely so um Bob, yeah, so please, please, I beg you, go along and see that um, at Dingwalls. And of course, Dingwalls, famous music venue. I think every band under the sun has, has performed there, and I think uh, comedians as well. Um, so uh, yeah. do do go along to that. And if if you're if you're you can find Bob on Twitter at Bob's Cartoons. And like he said, um, just you know, put into the search engine Art Apocalypse and Dingwalls, right, and then it'll. It'll come up. Yeah, the link. Yeah, so please yeah. do that. March the 15th, two days before St. Patrick's Day. What could possibly go wrong, Bob? Two days before St. Patrick's Day. I mean, you and me with a, and Tony with a Guinness. I, I wonder if I could do the whole show in an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> and every time COVID's mentioned, duh, in front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, to be fair, most of the show was written uh, while drinking Guinness. That that's so you know yeah unofficial like, concert by Guinness. All the best, all the best shows are Bob. Uh, Bob, uh, we've come to the end um, of the show because I've got some people on the line. Uh, please, I mean, if you, you could stay around if you want and hear President Trump. Um, but um, thank you so much to Bob, uh, to my wonderful guest um, Bob Moran, everybody. So please go and see his show. Go on Twitter. I mean, honestly, he has been absolutely the voice of the people uh, and his. Um, art can be seen in We the People which actually there's another edition, a proper edition coming out um, it, uh, not actually in uh, quite shortly um, so you can see all those and read all the letters from people that Bob was talking about, all the stuff that is not being talked about in Breathtaking but is being talked about in Bob's show Art Apocalypse. I gave it uh, 7 million stars 
uh, even though I'm not allowed to, but I, I, that's, I've decided there's a new law. Okay, so we've got, uh, let's actually, let's hear the numbers or see the numbers to call. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call 1-888-201-6425. From the U.K., call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Well, uh, I, I, I believe that we have somebody uh, quite, who's quite familiar to people on, um, on the line. Oh, I'm, I'm going to give you a clue, Star Spangled Banner. Do, 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 do. Do, I don't even know if that's the right, uh, that's the right anthem. Um, is, that, is President Trump there, please? Hello? Is, is the president on the line? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump, I... Are you there, Mr. Trump? Uh, uh, I, I, is he? <laughs> where's he gone? Has Hillary Clinton done something? Done something to the line? I can hear some kind of. Oh, are you there, Mr. Trump? I can hear you now. Yes, it keeps it keeps cutting in in and out a little bit. Um, do we and, until uh, until the line's fixed? Can we have uh, can we have Siv? Can we have Siv yes, uh, on the line? Oh, Are you receiving? Are you receiving me? See if you can't do a President <laughs> Trump, can you? You can't do a Trump impersonation. No, I can't. I'm not that. I'm not that oh, good. I, get I, can off. So, I can so, I can sound like um, I can sound like uh, a, a a a line trimmer on a wire fence, but that's about as good as I can I can do, and that's that's what I sound like normally. I forgot about that. Uh, look, <laughs> look, I. Um, I, I think the I think the FBI are trying to get into Trump's. Uh, they've actually got into Trump's phone, you see, because there's there's all these stories coming out about how the FBI have been spying on him. So I think they've actually finally got into his connection. Uh, you know, I think that's I think that's what's happened. Right. Yeah. yeah that, that's, your, that's, that's your that's your that's your view, is it? That's that's my yeah. view. That's that's my considered view. The old FBI has got into. Uh, uh, got into Donald Trump's uh, connection. But look, while while you're getting him back, I do have uh, some thoughts. I always have thoughts. Can't share them you all. You do. Because, but I do so thank God, thoughts. thank God, because we've got about three minutes to four minutes to uh, <laughs> to fill. So please fill them with your thoughts. Well, I, for Christ, I, I'm for Christ's sake. I'm yeah. good at, that's why I can't get a date because I talk more than the average woman. I, I just they can't find the off switch. That's why I could never get a date. But meanwhile, uh, enough of my personal problems. Um, all that um, when you were talking there a bit about uh, the, the, that weird COVID, I didn't know what that was. I thought that was a trailer for some weird movie or something, but no, it was apparently a clip off the off the COVID drama. Look, I, I would say yeah, there's a drama called breathtaking. Who, it's that is it's nonsense. Yeah, carry yeah, on. Well, well, there is that, but you see, the thing that I was thinking is the next time some medical professional comes out and says this disease is serious or that thing is serious and it actually is nobody will believe them or very few will actually believe them mm. because we i mean right at the beginning when when somebody uh, i think i heard one of the radio interviews say, so what is what other symptoms you need to look out for well it's very hard to work out what these symptoms are the COVID thing is a bit like a cold or a flu oh really and what did we do in the old days when we had colds and flus let me think hmm uh, we took vitamin C if we felt one coming on. Uh, if we were really sick and we were sneezing and 
coughing and all that stuff all over the joint. We generally mm. stayed home um, and just rested. Lots and lots of... I think that's what we used to do in the old days. Why they never applied that to this disease, I have not... Well, I think we now know. I think it is about government control or has been about government control the more I think yeah. about it. So, so, you know, I think, I think that's what's going to happen. People are going to hear these medical professions, professionals sorry, say this is a serious disease and not believe a word. Yeah, and 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 we we probably shouldn't believe them either. Uh, but Siv, apparently we have uh, we do have the president. Uh, I'm now. <laughs> so it's like oh, I'm like I'm with the, the, the CIA. Restored his the FBI have reserved, uh, <laughs> restored his line, so I can get off now and see what he's going to say. I'd like to know what he thinks of Letitia James. There you are. There's a question for him. Good to talk to yes, you, Abby. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Okay, so uh, the president is on the move. Du, 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 du. Right, uh, President Trump, are you there? Abby, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Thank you God, and there's a beautiful picture of you. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, my God, what a that's terrible communications. I'm going to have to fire the whole lot of them. They're all gone. My people, terrible. It was a terrible thing what happened. How are you? You've had a hell of a week. I've had a hell of I've had a hell of a week, Don. Don, can I call you, Don? Of course, you can call me anything you like. You know that we've got a pretty personal relationship now. That I think we can call each other friend. <laughs> we can. So how's how's uh, how's how's life uh, how's life in uh, where are you at the moment? Are you in Florida? Are you in your compound? We're in South Carolina. We got a big vote coming tomorrow. We're going to do so well. We're winning so bigly. You'll, you won't believe it. It's going so good. So good. Yes, it does. It looks like it's going It's going very well. And I see you're wearing the TNT uh, baseball cap uh, with, a, with a logo on it. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. And as you say, can you say uh, Abby Roberts making uh, the airwaves great again? Abby Roberts is making the airwaves great again she's totally mega you know it i know it everyone knows it it's a beautiful thing it really is it's so good to, to hear bob moran on the radio too so good you know he's a very talented guy he's a little bit of a meanie at times he did a couple of pictures of me not not so flattering but i still love you bob you're the best and Bob, uh, Bob's nodding, Bob's smiling. Uh, he can't believe that he's. Oh, uh, we've got uh, two minutes to the news. So, Mr. Um, Mr. President, it's wonderful to speak to you. Um, could you just say um, hello to the viewers? Hello to the viewers and listeners. The listeners, it's a huge hello to all the viewers. Keep tuning in the TNT radio. It's totally dynamite. It's the best thing out there. You won't get any fake news. You're only going to get the truth. That's all I got to say. Abby, you're doing a fantastic job. You're doing so good, so well. And Bob, you too. You're great. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Mr. President. Bless you. Oh, Bob, that was, that was Bob, Bob's voice, Mr. President. Uh, thank you so, so much, uh, Mr. President. I can't believe we had just, just had Donald Trump on the line. And um, I will uh, hopefully see you, well, if I ever come to America um, again, uh, if I'm not arrested. By the way, I am wearing my, uh, Bob will be interested in this, I am wearing my arrest shirt. <laughs> so I got arrested in. Uh, I might have to auction it off one day, probably be up 50p. Um, anyway, guys, uh, we've only got uh, 60 seconds left. Thank you to my wonderful guest, 
The one and only Bob Moran, and this is the Abby Robert Show on TNT. I'll see you on Monday, of course. Have a great weekend. Be seeing you.